what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of my podcast appreciate you being here listen today we are going to talk about ancestors and connecting with your people okay because of course your ancestors you are your ancestors okay you need your ancestors for your day-to-day they are here to help you and guide you through everything so we're going to talk about them because they need their own episode especially if you're on your spiritual journey you definitely need to tap in with your ancestors so first things first who are your ancestors okay so your ancestors they can be anyone from many generations back 1800s that type of thing Um, But they can also be people that are in your immediate family, like your mother, your father, anybody that has transitioned in your family, basically, is your ancestor. Sister, brother, whoever, they are your ancestors. So just be mindful of that. So that's one. Um, And the next thing we're going to talk about is communication. How do you communicate with your ancestors? But before we get to communication, definitely want to talk about protection because before you do any type of spiritual work, any communication with any being, energy, etc., God, deity, whatever you, you know, whatever you're trying to reach out to, you have to protect yourself. There's no getting around that. That is of the utmost importance. (laughs) So basically... With protection, um, you have a couple things. Um, you don't necessarily have to do it the way that I do it, but this is what I do. Um, just a couple tips. So basically, when you are looking to protect yourself, um, you can always have protective bracelets, like it, like amulets, that type of thing. I have an evil eye bracelet. I have two of them, and I also have black tourmaline, um, a necklace. I have um, jewelry, any type of jewelry that you have. That's protection right there um you can also have um crystals like black tourmaline obsidian any dark crystal um even what is it smoky quartz it's for grounding and protection you can use that too if you don't have any tourmaline or obsidian or anything like that that's another form of protection so you can use those. Um, you also want to have candles. So you can use a black candle, which is a, basically if you are into, if you are aware of color correspondences, black is a color for protection. So um, if you don't have that, you can also use a white candle. That's also, basically white candles can be a stand-in for any intention that you have, be it love, money, protection you use white for anything it's multi-purpose um but for some reason i don't know what it is maybe it's just my area but it's hard for me to find a black candle if it's not like one of those scented candles i just i can't find a a regular black seven day candle (laughs) i guess they figure black quote-unquote black magic or something i don't i don't know people are paranoid but i mean if i do perform black magic that has nothing to do with you either way it goes why don't we have black candles? (laughs) That's the question. But if you can't find a black candle, a white candle will do. And um, of course you want to have a prayer of protection. So for some people that are um, of different, you know, practices or whatever, they may use uh, passages from the Bible. They can just say a regular prayer off the top of their head. Like I am, or a mantra, like I am protected. I am grounded. So 
so it is that that type of thing that's perfectly fine too you can use that as a form of prayer and also if you are um if it, if you're called to do it you can also cast your circle too casting your circle is nothing um scary <laughs> it's just basically calling on the cardinal directions the north south east west never eat soggy waffles <laughs> you're basically casting your circle around you in your sacred area and making and claiming that space as your sacred space and nothing can penetrate it so you can do something like that if you're called to do it i would recommend it but it's ultimately up to you um, and then of course when you cast your circle you bring in your protection so like whoever you're calling on for protection so you may call on whatever god deity etc into your space and ask for their guidance and their protection you can do that once you've you've cast your circle you can do that so once your protection is up of course you can begin your connection so after uh before I go into the next topic. So I had a crazy, I have a crazy story, basically. <laughs> so throughout my journey, I have um, had some weird experiences, okay? So basically, I would have situations that made absolutely no sense. Like I would um, just be completely away from different objects, items in my house. Like, for example, I was in my room. I was doing some divination. I was reading my tarot cards and etc. Okay. And I have this cordless Dyson in my house. And um that motherfucker failed. I didn't touch it. I hadn't touched that I literally didn't touch it for like weeks. Not I don't say weeks, but I would say for a week. I had I haven't bumped it, touched it. Motherfucker fell. And then as soon as that fell I have a closet with my air unit, my air conditioning system. I heard shit fall in there too. <laughs> I said, you know what? I don't have time for this. Whatever's in here, get the fuck out. I don't have time. This is this is not it. Get go. Go about your business now. I def I had to like seriously, seriously, like <laughs> I I literally had a whole moment. Like I was just I was shaking in my boots, but at the same time, I know who holds me, who carries me, and I am definitely divinely protected. I don't play that shit. So yeah, I, that was one story. Another story, and this this one actually relates to what I'm going to get into later, which is basically one day, um, I had opened a portal, I guess you could say, and... Um, after that was done, I went to my kitchen, I made myself some coffee, and um, I was putting the sugar away, and I was trying, I thought that I put it up on the shelf properly, and I guess I didn't, and I was scrambling so hard to not make that thing fall, and my cup of coffee was directly underneath it. It just fucking fell. I just felt like something just pushed that shit down, <laughs> and it fell, and all my coffee was on the floor. At first, I was like, okay, um, I should have, you know, Tina, why would you have a cup sitting directly underneath here? Like, like clumsy type shit. But I was like, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not no clumsy shit. Okay, I know. 
I felt the shift. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and do my banishing. I don't have time for this shit. Get the fuck out. That's exactly what happened. I had to do my banishing. So that's when I um, just sprinkle that onto your brain, you know, just be mindful. Like sometimes, I mean, you may not be aware of, you know, you may have missed a step, I should say, um, with your protection and your wards, that type of thing. You just want to make sure that if you need to put down some black salt, put that shit down, cleanse your apartment, cleanse your house, do whatever you need to do, say your prayers, um, do whatever you need to do to keep yourself guided, I mean, protected. So I just wanted to let you know that before I get into the next topic. So the next one, we're going to talk about communication. So when I say communication with your ancestors, you are basically, of course, communing with them. So you can decide and, and set the tone for how you would like to be reached out, like how you want them to reach out to you. So basically, you can say, I would like to see different synchronicities, different numbers, um, different like ideas, thoughts pop in my head randomly throughout the day. So I know that it's you communicating with me. So I know, okay, this is the answer to the question that I asked you earlier. This is what I was, this is the answer to the, you know, solution. Well, this is the solution to the problem that I had earlier. So that's another, that's one form of communication. Um, you can use divination, tarot cards, oracle cards, pendulums. Um, you can use any of those things. Some people do automatic writing. It's different. It's so many different forms of divination runes, whatever you feel called to do. Now, The next thing I want to talk about is veneration. So with veneration, um, veneration is basically you spending time with your answers. So that could be in many different, well, that could be in, in, in different date, uh, different ways, I should say. So one thing that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to ancestral veneration is demon like when I like if I were to say I I venerate my ancestors all the time, it's demonized. It's it's Western culture, of course, but it's demonized. But why? We do it all the time without even thinking about it. This is what we do. This is like this form that I'm about to tell you is acceptable because it's normalized, quote unquote normalized, because of where we like if you're in the United States, that's what we do. But elsewhere in different countries, people venerate their ancestors completely different. And we look at them like, what? What the hell is that? But basically, when you have your funeral for your loved one, um, of course, one, you're automatically communicating with them. That's another thing with communication. When you say, oh, my God, Grandma, I love you. Grandma, we miss you. Grandma, please watch over us. That's communication right there. When you, when, when you think about communication with your ancestors or someone that has passed, it's not something that's always so elaborate and, and I guess so quote unquote witchy and all this other stuff. It's not all what it, what Hollywood makes it seem. It's, it really isn't. So don't get hyped up. Don't believe, don't fall for the hype basically is what I'm trying to say because you communicate with your deceased loved ones on a regular basis especially if it's someone that passed away oh you're doing that through the entire the entire funeral service all the time they hear your loved one hears every single thing that you're saying to them 
They see your auntie falling out. They see all that. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy. But we actually communicate with our ancestors on a normal basis without even knowing it. But it's not called that because it's not normalized, right? So back to veneration. When you spend time, so back to the scenario, your loved one passed away. You um, you visit their um, gravesite every month or something like that. Like that's a form of ancestral veneration. Um, you bring in your grandmother flowers, saying, Grandma, I love you. Bring in her balloons, pictures, pouring one out for your homies, whatever. <laughs> that is ancestral veneration. We don't call it that. Well, a people that don't understand what, you know, spirituality, this type of thing, they don't call it that. But that's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. But it's not called that. Um, but back, back, but basically, we do this on a regular basis without us knowing, especially if this is not it, like for people that aren't spiritual, that are more religious, they venerate their ancestors all the time without knowing. It, it's crazy, but it's true. Um, another thing I want to talk about is designating a time out of the week for that. So like I mentioned, you can visit your deceased loved ones your or your transition loved ones um, gravesite once a month. That's a schedule right there. You want to create, set aside time for them. So it doesn't have to be, not necessarily every single day. I mean, if you want to light a candle for them each day, you can. But to actually sit and spend time, I would recommend setting a time out of the week for that. Maybe on a Saturday when you're not working, if you don't work on the weekends, that type of thing. Just for an hour, a couple hours, however long you want to do it. Just think of it like you go to your cousin's like barbecue that you'll have. That's spending time with your family. This process here, you're spending time with your family. Just because they're not in the physical doesn't mean that they're not there with you. They're always there. Always. So there's no question about that. So aside from that, um, another form of, um, well, another way to spend time with your ancestors would be to erect an altar, create an altar for them. Create a sacred space for you and um, your ancestors to commune and designate it as such. So, for example, if you set up a regular altar for yourself, right? You have this erected and you have all the elements. You have your air, you have your earth, your fire, and your water, right? You have all those, all four elements you want to make sure that you have those elements on your ancestors altar as well so for example for myself in particular i have a ancestor altar well actually i have, uh, I have about one half i guess you could say so the first full altar that i have um is for my grandmother and my grandfather now uh, my grandmother i spent time with her in the physical before she passed away. Um, I was 12, I was 12 when she passed away. So, um, she has a space along with my grandfather. Now my grandfather, he passed away about two months before I was born. So I don't necessarily, I didn't know him in the physical, but I know him spiritually. So 
essentially I spend time with them at their altar. So I have my incense, which would represent air. I have the water for them in their in a glass, but I also have my moon water and my Florida water on there as well. I mean, it's a lot of water, honestly. I'd probably take out <laughs> the moon water. I kind of feel like Florida water is more like a cleansing agent, so I leave it there. So that's why you know I have that there. Um, but there's your water. You want to have your fire, which is your white ancestor candle. So you definitely want to have a white candle for them. You want to have your earth as well. So earth could be flowers. You want to have white flowers on the altar as well. But for me, I like to add a little bit of extra elements as well. I I have crystals on mine. So I have a black tourmaline crystal. I have rose quartz and I have a clear quartz on there. You don't have to add those crystals. You don't, you don't have to have crystals at all. That's just something that I like to do to add to extra, you know, to set the intention further. Of course, rose quartz corresponds with love, black tourmaline's protection because I don't want anything to come into their personal space. That's their space. And I also have a clear quartz to amplify the energy of both of those other crystals and to clarify, you know, clear the space. So I add that too. Um, and I also have a leaf from my old neighborhood, the house that I used to live at in Chicago when I was there, when I was a kid, basically my grandmother visited me, um, at that house. And I basically took a leaf from the tree in front of that house and put it on my altar because that connects, that's our connection. That's well, another form of connection that we have. And my grandmother back in the day, I thought she was rich. She used to carry a pocketbook and this is a little coin purse. Pocketbook is what she would call it with a bunch of silver dollars in them. And I thought this one was so rich. I look, <laughs> I was five, five years old. Okay. I didn't know, but I put coins on her altar to connect my, myself further with her. And I also have a Bible. Now, this is the Bible that she gave to me as a kid. So this is our, this is definitely, a, <laughs> this is something that she had in the physical. So I have, if you have any items that connects you to your loved one, I would definitely recommend putting that on the altar as well, because that's your connection that helps with the connection. And um, I have pictures of them. And you want to be mindful with the pictures that you put. If you have pictures of them, you want to be mindful that you don't, you know, not to have a picture of you and your grandmother in the picture, because of course you don't want to miss, mix the living with the dead or the deceased um, because it causes tragedy. You don't want to do that. So basically you want to separate the two. So you want to have a picture of your loved ones on your altar and whatever items that you feel connects you with them. And you also want to have a white cloth as well, you know, Basically, when you set up that altar, you want to cleanse it, like physically clean it, clean it, whatever cleaning agent you have, a wet wipe, whatever. And then you also want to clean it and, you know, of course, make sure there's no clutter around it. And you also want to um, metaphysically clean, clean, cleanse the area. So you want to clean it with some sage, um, frankincense and myrrh is what I recommend for um, altar use. You don't want to have like... Um, like sex on the beach incense or no shit like that <laughs> you want to be respectful so you want to make sure that you have that i highly recommend frankincense and myrrh or if you don't have frankincense and myrrh you can do just frankincense or just myrrh whatever you have but i would definitely recommend getting those two and um basically you want to have offering as well that's your um 
I guess you could say your commute, you're offering to them, you're commuting with them. So basically if you have, if you cook dinner and if you want to actually have actual food that you cooked, you can have it, but don't have it too long. You want to get rid of that, like as soon as you see it, you know, basically getting old and dried up looking, you want to like change it out. You don't want to leave anything dead on your altar for your family. So if you have flowers, make sure you change those out often um, and make sure that you um, refresh. And you can also put non-perishables like, I don't know, like crackers, anything that they like, fresh fruit, vegetables, things of that nature, Anything that you may have that you feel that they will like, um, definitely add it to that. Also, you don't have to have a whole plate of food or anything like that unless you want to. But I just have like a little small dish. And um, yeah, just spend time with them. Uh, eat. We drink. Just, just, just kick it, <laughs> basically. So you definitely, like, if you plan on setting up an altar for them, you can do that. If you don't feel called to doing an altar, you don't have to. Um, another quick way to have, like, a space or a, I guess, a point of communication between you and your um, ancestors or deceased loved one. It could be any um, ancestor that you have. Um, it could be a ancestor jar. Um, I saw this on Instagram and I thought this was a really great idea. Of course, any spell or any little idea like this, I would do research on it just to make sure um, it's nothing that is, um, because sometimes people just put stuff up there and don't really be thinking about like if it's like a close practice or anything like that. You just want to be mindful and respectful because you don't want any issues later. So um, just be careful when you do stuff like that. But with this ancestor jar, you are totally fine. Um, if you want to use this idea, of course. So you would get a little jar. Um, you can get a mason jar, whatever size, big or small. Um, you want to have rice. Rice is basically offering to your ancestors. Um, you can, I, what I like to do, I like to add an oil. I'm big on oils. I have to build up my little arsenal or whatever, but <laughs> oils, I have spirit oil. This is for communication with spirit. So, um, I put that inside of the jar too, and I put it around the rim clockwise. I rub it around the rim of the, um, of the jar so i have spirit oil you don't have to add that by the way it's not necessary but um i like i'm extra like that um and again that oil you can get that from a metaphysical shop or on amazon to be honest with you um but definitely be careful you don't want to buy like anything that has that's metaphysical like crystals candles you want to be careful about who you get it from you can know and tell who you should and should not get things from because they may not be aligned with what what basically your path yeah so you have to be mindful of that but um art of the root they sell so many little vials of oils i highly recommend them they are potent so and very powerful and very useful and and good so i definitely recommend that you want to have a form of DNA. I would not recommend blood um, because blood, it can open up a lot of different things. And um, I wouldn't, that's, that's basically blood magic. I wouldn't do that. So in place of like in the stand-in for DNA, I would use hair. 
a piece of your hair. It doesn't, it can be a strand. You don't have to cut up a whole lock of your hair or anything like that. Just a little strand um, from your brush or whatever you use. And um, you put it inside of the jar. Um, that's your connection to them because they're part of your DNA. Like essentially they are. <laughs> and you want to have rose petals, rose buds. Uh, that because because of course roses signify love so you definitely want to add that and you also want to have a little personalized little letter you can write it doesn't have to be a big long letter it could be on a piece of paper a sticky note and just roll it up and put it inside so you basically just want to write a letter a little short couple sentence sentences or whatever to your ancestors whoever you're trying to connect with so it could be your grandmother your grandfather or it could be a generalized um letter to your ancestors so if you plan on doing if you don't want to connect with like your father mother or whoever that's transitioned like if you don't have anyone in particular and you're just reaching out to your ancestors definitely clarify in the letter who you're trying to reach out to like who like so basically when i say who i mean ancestors of love and light if that's what you choose so if you choose to reach out to your ancestors of love and light, you just say, dear ancestors of love and light, thank you for blah, 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 whatever you want to say. That's up to you. I'll leave that up to you. And then also you, the last thing you want to use and, and, and keep in mind, you don't have to put these things in, in any particular order. Um, I would probably, well, I would probably start with the rice since it's the heaviest. So I would start with the rice and then add everything else afterwards. Um, in whatever order that you want, but you want to add rosemary and bay leaves. Rosemary and bay leaves, they signify protection. So you definitely want to add those few items into there. And then of course you want to um, just, you can have it and, you know, use it as your connection to them when you start your process of maybe doing some divination or something like that. When you have your candle, you set your intentions, cleanse your space. And also when you get that bottle, um, that mason jar, definitely cleanse it. <laughs> Cause I mean, me personally, I cleanse everything that I bring into my house. Um, no, I don't cleanse my groceries. I put that shit away, <laughs> but I'm talking about like, like things that you will put on your altar. Like me personally, I have two separate altars so my ancestor altar and my regular altar so anything like I, I don't even put my phone on my altar like my phone a cup if I'm holding a cup or a glass of water I don't put it just sit it down I'm very respectful so you just want to be mindful of the things that you put on your altar and you want to make sure that it's cleansed before you put it on your altar I wouldn't put anything that isn't cleansed on your altar it's just it's not one of those things like you're going to get cursed or nothing like that. It's just more so um, being respectful and being mindful because think about it. When you pick up things in a grocery store, everyone's touched it, germs, etc. Same thing. Energetically, it's been touched by everyone and their different energies. So you just, you want to make sure that your altar has your energy and yours alone. So you don't let people touch your altar and you don't put things on your altar that has been touched by other people. You want to cleanse it before you do that. So basically, yeah, so pretty much your altar is your sacred space between you and whoever you um, connect with. 
And um, that's another form of um, communication or veneration rather, getting in contact with your ancestors. So another key thing that I wanna bring up and these two, and oh, and these are the two last things. So the first thing, meditation. You can actually commune with your ancestors via meditation. You can literally go on to YouTube and find a ancestor guided meditation or a ancestor meditation. It doesn't necessarily have to be guided. And just, you know, cast your circle, send your protection, like do all those steps that I mentioned earlier. And well, the protection steps that I mentioned earlier and just meditate with them, spend time with them. Light your candle, get your crystals for protection or any other crystals that would be like, um, for example, for me, I have a angel aura quartz that Angel Aura, it has different properties, but one of the properties are to basically connect you to the divine and spirit. Definitely highly recommend. You can meditate with that and just sit with them. Visualize them in your space, welcome them in, thank them for being there and just, you know, just take whatever information, open yourself up to them and let them know that it's okay to communicate with you. Um, once you do that, they're going to be talking to you all day. <laughs> like they have so much to say to you that, that you, you just don't, you have no idea. Like literally is, is when I pass on and I transition, I would hope that my family would reach out to me and speak to me the way that I speak to my ancestors, because think of it like this. You don't want to call on people. You don't want anyone to call on you when you want something. You want to just call on them and say, hey, thank you. I was thinking about you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in my space. I love you. I miss you. It's things like that. That shows appreciation, shows love. And that's important. You you would want the same thing in return. So why don't you give that to your ancestors? They want the same thing too. They miss you. They love you. They care for you. They're, they're your protectors. And when I say miss you, I mean miss you as in, in the physical. They may... um. I mean, of course, they, they, they've transitioned, so it's not like they're trying to take over your body or anything like that, but they they want to they wanna basically, they want to holler at you real quick. <laughs> they just want to talk to you. So just be open to, you know, receiving whatever messages they have because they can be real chatty, real chatty. What Beyonce say, say, ghosts on the wall, ancestors on the wall, let the ghosts chit chat. They, they talk all day, okay, all the time. So let them just speak to you. But also, if you feel uncomfortable, set your boundaries. They'll respect it. They understand. They love you. They're not going to do anything to hurt you or make you feel frightened. That's one thing. That's how you know you're talking to your ancestors. Anything else that'll bombard you and, and take over your space and make you feel uncomfortable, that's how you know that that is not, that's not your ancestor. <laughs> it's probably a trickster. You got to be careful. That's why it's always important to do your cleansing and your boards and all that other stuff. So that's one form of um, ancestral veneration. Another thing you can do, and I highly recommend this, and this was one thing that was mentioned. So, well, mentioned that I basically, there's this woman that I follow on Instagram. Her name is The Alchemist Queen. Bomb ass woman, okay? She has so many, like, 
so many candles, <laughs> so many good smelling candles with so many good intentions, so much love, so much effort, so much everything, so much energy, good energy, good positive energy. Okay. So I get my candles from her. Well, most of my candles. And, um, she had a live one day and she showed us her ancestor journal. She was like, I had an ancestor journal. I was like, oh my God, Tina, really? Like you have a journal for every single thing. Why don't you have a journal for this? You got a journal for when you want to vent. You have two, not one, two tarot journals. You have a self-love journal and you have a shadow work journal. Why don't you have an ancestor journal? I couldn't believe I didn't have it. I don't even know why I never thought about it. I was like, you know what? We're going to change that today. So when I saw that live, I went out and I got an ancestor journal. Okay. And let me tell you. When, and this is my form of communication. I mean, I still get information throughout the day, downloads, whatever. I get that on a regular without the journal. But with this journal, let me tell you, when you open this up, when you decide, hey, I want to write a journal and that's what you decide to do, you're going to get every single thing you ask for, okay? Everything. And I'm not even joking. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not doing any of those things. This is all facts. I literally got a journal, okay? I'm going to set the stage for you because there's so many different things. Like me, I'm extra. I guess that's the Virgo in me. I like to do extra shit. <laughs> so I got my ancestor journal off of Amazon. It was $11. It's an evil eye journal. So I said, you know what? I think that's fitting. I thought it was going to be bigger, but that's fine. It, it fits perfectly the way that it was supposed to. Um, and oh my God, I don't know if it's just me, but I like, like, I like to write. So, and you know, like you, if you like to write, you like to have a good pen, but you also want to have good paper. <laughs> this journal here that I got, it's immaculate. It lays flat and not all of my journals that I write in lay flat. You know, if you know, okay, okay. I'm over explaining. If you know, you know, if you like to write, you know, like it has to lay a certain way for you to feel comfortable writing in it. And it lays, it's because it's a spineless journal. It's a spine. It doesn't have anything on the spine, but it's, by, it's bound together with thread and glue. It's so perfect. It is so perfect. So perfect. I will definitely post a picture of the items that I'm talking about on my Instagram at moonstone underscore energy. Definitely check it out. I will link everything. And I will show you what I'm talking about. It's just so perfect. But anyway, in this journal, like with any journal that I have, I like to dedicate this journal. So what I like to do, I like to, um, I like to add um, different things and, and basically set the tone for what the intention is for. Set the tone for what I want it to be for. So for example, this journal that I have, I basically have a picture of my grandparents in it, but this is also, it's not just for me to commune with my um, grandparents, it's also to commune with all of my other ancestors that I don't know, that um, love me and want the best for me and are of my greatest and highest good. So this is a space for them as well. So essentially, 
this journal here. Um, I'm just going to go over what I wrote in my journal so you can get an idea for what you can write in yours if you want to do this this way. So basically for my journal, my dedication says um, this journal is dedicated to those who have come before me. I thank you for your love. And I wrote that in pink. Um, I also wrote, I thank you for your wisdom and foresight. I wrote that in purple. So the pink, of course, is for love. Purple is for wisdom, divination, guidance, um, third eye, you know, that type of thing. Um, color correspondences. That's basically what the intention was before uh, behind this. I also wrote, I thank you for choosing to communicate with me. I wrote that in blue because blue is a representation of uh, communication. And then I said, I thank you. Basically, this is just a thank you. Um, I thank you for your protection from things that go unseen. And I wrote that in black because black corresponds with protection. And then I wrote, you are amazing and I appreciate all that you have done. And that I just wrote in blue, like regular, it's a light blue pen I have. I have different color pens. So I put that there. And then I also wrote ancestors of my highest and greatest good, known and unknown, please use this portal as a means of communication. I only allow love and light into this portal. I thank you in advance for your guidance, support, and communion. So I wrote those things there. Now, that's what I put in my journal. And um, that piece there, that's my invitation for them to communicate with me. So that's what I wrote there. I wrote that in black, actually. And then I basically, I prayed over my journal. I anointed it with three oils. So I added spirit oil for communication, my love oil for, of course, love, and um, protection. I have a Evil Be Gone protection oil. Those two, the Evil Be Gone and the spirit oil are from Art of the Root. And my love oil is from Just Scent. I will put those in my on my Instagram too. But basically, I anointed the spine of my journal with those oils. And I prayed over it. And essentially, that is my process. But one other thing that I would highly recommend before you even get to the step of you know, dedicating the journal for a certain thing and saying your thank yous. If you plan to go that route and say what I said in yours, I would highly recommend cleansing it. So you want to cleanse any and all tools that you have, of course, like I mentioned earlier, but you definitely want to cleanse this. But when I say cleanse, I mean, cleanse it in a different way. It's a, this divination is, this is called a divination tool dedication. So I found this in a booklet that came with a Oracle deck that I bought. And I was like, you know what? That is definitely fitting for other tools, to be honest with you. Like, why not use it for this? So I'm just going to go over it with you. And I can also, I can also add it to my Instagram now that I think about it, <laughs> if you want to use this as well. So this is um this is what it says so basically you're gonna need um one two you're gonna need three things well four things including your tool that you're trying to dedicate so you're going to need to 
you're going to need salt. You're going to need whatever cleansing tool that you have. So it could be incense, sage, palo santo, whatever, and your candle for protection. So you're going to need those three things. Of course, you want to cleanse yourself first, cleanse your space, um, open your window so, you, so whatever is in your space can have an exit door. And then you are going to cast your circle, like I mentioned earlier, space of protection. So what you're going to do, I would, um, and this is, and this is another thing. This is what I did and you don't have to do what I do. This is just a tip. Um, I like to dabble with herbs and oils when I do any type of candle magic or any type of cleansing of any sorts. So I like to add blessed thistle. So blessed, like you're blessed. I'm a, I'm a blessed person, like blessed thistle and hyssop. So H-Y-S-S-O-P, hyssop. Um, so I added those to my salt and I have a mortar and pestle. So I grounded all of those ingredients up and put the intention into there. I said my little mantras and what this intention is for. I basically, I guess you could say I prayed over my salt, thistle and hyssop. If you want to look at it that way, once I was grinding up, I was setting the intention as I was putting it all together. So when I was done, I put it in my hand. Or I just cover it, my, put my hand over it if you want to do it that way. But I would definitely like sit with it for a few moments to put your energy into it and your intentions. And then once you've done that, this is what you do next. So basically, you, get, you have your tool in front of you, whatever that is. And mind you, you can use this for anything. You can use it for your tarot cards, your pendulum, um, if you touch a Ouija board <laughs> you could use it for this I don't I've never personally messed with a Ouija board um I'm not called to I haven't been called to use ones but any tool that you have but in this case we're going to use the journal so what you're going to do is have your tool in front of you you're going to throw the salt on the tool that you have and just say I cleanse I renew I protect you're going to light your candle okay and then when you light your candle, say, I ask that the universal power of the moon, the earth, the seasons bless me and said tools. So in this case, it'll be ancestor journal. These honor you. I honor you. I ask for guidance and truth, awakening and clarity and the strength and courage to make changes should I need to. And then if you still have your, I mean, you should, um, like still have your sage or your incense burning, you pass the ancestor journal through the smoke and you say, I dedicate this ancestor journal to my and the greater good. May only good enter here and so it is. And boom, your ancestor journal is ready for use. And just to talk about blessed, you know, the, the herbs, just um, if you're not, quite familiar with blessed thistle and hyssop so hyssop is in the bible actually it is used to basically spiritually cleanse anything it could be you you can use hyssop in spiritual baths if you want to um, cleanse yourself 
spiritually and get off, you know, get rid of any negative energy, any evil spirits, any of that. Blessed thistle is the same thing. Hyssop is very powerful and so is blessed thistle. So you definitely want to use those two herbs if you're trying to do it, you know, the way that I did it. But I would definitely recommend doing that. And of course, salt is automatically a clean, uh, it's a protective agent as well, protective and cleansing agent. So it's, it's all good stuff. It's just very powerful. So I would definitely recommend doing it that way if you wanted to. And if you don't have those herbs, trust me, you don't have to worry about it. I have, I got those herbs from Amazon too. Okay. From a good um, source. So, and I can also link that too on Instagram, which is moonstone underscore energy. So, um, yeah, if you don't want to get herbs, you can use rosemary as a stand in for protection. Things that you have in your, your, your seasoning cabinet, basically. <laughs> Bay leaves, rosemary, if you have it, if you want to. Salt is fine, just stand alone. But if you want to add a little extra, I would definitely re recommend those. But this is the funny thing. So basically, before I ended up dedicating my journal and cleansing it in that manner. I mean, yes, I cleansed it with sage because it wasn't going on my altar until I saged it, but I didn't dedicate it. So basically the whole story I had at the beginning about the coffee falling and everything on the floor and me feeling weird afterwards, guess what? That was, and remember when I said this is a portal, I opened the portal and my portal needed cleansing, okay? So that's why I fucked up. At. I'm just going to put it out there. I fucked up. <laughs> but the good thing is, it's always a way to fix what you messed up. So that's exactly what I did. I ended up dedicating and cleansing my journal to make sure that nothing that is not of my greatest and highest good gets into this space. I felt iffy. So that's why I did it. So I highly recommend before you even dedicate write anything in there however you want to verb it your verbiage whatever you want to do i highly recommend that you do that dedication and cleanse it before you start opening the portal <laughs> because i will say this if you want to use this journal or do a journal for your ancestors definitely be mindful that other things can try to you are like a beacon of light and they want what you have so you have to be protected at all costs okay just think of, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Insidious, but that's exactly how it is. I don't want to, probably not to that degree of spooky, but that's how it is. So you want to be mindful of that. So, and trust me, it's not scary. I don't have any nightmares, none of that. That's not what this is. Like once you set your intentions and you pray it over and you cleanse it, you're good. You are 100% A-OK. -okay. So just be mindful though. When you have this journal, I leave it closed because basically to me, anytime I open up this journal, I open up the portal. So if you're not ready to talk to your ancestors, commune with them at that time, keep it closed. Not saying that something's just gonna like, if you accidentally knock it over and it falls open, something's gonna happen. No, that's Hollywood. This is real life. <laughs> just be mindful that this is a sacred object, just like your altar. Keep it protected. Don't open it unless you're ready to um, 
commune with your ancestors because that's what this is a sacred space too. Just think that, just look at it that way. Um, so I will leave it closed. I mean, I will show you what it looks like, but I'm not going to open it. It's going to stay closed so I can show you what it looks like so you can see the journal that I have because I love it and it's so cute. I like it. So you just want to be mindful of that. And um, another thing I wanted to mention. So literally when I started writing my journal, like you, you don't have to do anything super fancy. Um, if you like to make your stuff look neat, nice, organized, if you're into calligraphy, do whatever you want, you know, make it jazzy, make it fancy. If you, it could be as fancy as you want or as simple as you want. But I just started off as saying, dear ancestors, and then I start talking, I start writing. Um, it doesn't, you can just say, basically, you can talk about whatever you want. You can say, dear ancestors, thank you for this. Dear ancestors, I had a crazy day. This is what happened. You couldn't believe this. Like, you can really sit and talk. This is basically your time to talk to them. And I do this on a regular basis. I may not write in it every single day. I write in it every other day. But let me tell you something. This is the kicker. When I write in it, I ask questions. I request things. I say, ancestors, can you help me with this? Ancestors, can you show me the way for to this? Can you guide me with this? And literally, every time I reached out, and, and, and mind you, you don't have to have a journal if you don't want to. If, if writing is not your thing, don't worry about it. Even though I highly recommend that you write out, and write things down. Um, it's not just for like, your mental health like it's, it's good to write things down it helps with that um so you don't have to write in your journal you can speak it verbally but when you write it down that makes that it it, it gets real when you write it anything you do when you write it down and you put it in your face it gets real so literally when i started writing this journal asking questions can you help me with this blah 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 I would literally get my responses to these questions, my answers to these questions within within 24 hours, if not within a couple of hours. And I'm not even lying to you. I'm so serious. I literally, like, for example, um, I reached out to my ancestors in regards to a um, business venture that I want to explore because I think it would be a really good idea so I was like ancestors this is the idea that I have can you help me with this can you guide me is this a good idea that type of thing literally walked in the mall the next day and saw a what it, what, what, what can I say what would it be called I saw a confirmation of what I asked for so when you ask your ancestors questions and you, you know, talk to them, you have to be open to their form of communication because they're only going to communicate with you in a way that you specified and in a way that would make sense to you. So when they communicate with you, just know that's them talking to you and answering your question. I got my confirmation within 24 hours of me writing in my journal. So when I tell you, when you write things down, shit gets real. It gets really, really real. So I would highly recommend an ancestor journal. Highly recommend that because trust me, when they're just as chatty as you are, they're going to tell you, hey, 
this is what I know, sis. This is what you need to do. They're going to tell you. And they're going to give you the green light. They're, they see things that you don't see. And that's the beautiful thing about having a relationship with your ancestors. They can help you from the other side. They can help you with things that you don't even know about. Like you have a whole spiritual team out here. You got your, your you know, God, if you um, believe in God or revere God in any form or fashion, you have your spirit guides that's for you and you have your ancestors. Like you got a whole football team ready to go, okay? <laughs> you got a whole team ready to go that love you, wanna protect you, guide you and want you to be great and successful. All you have to do is tap in, like seriously. So I highly recommend getting a journal. And I highly recommend when you write in that journal, be honest, be sincere, be open. And just be ready for whatever downloads they're going to give you because they're going to start talking to you. Like seriously, they're going to start talking to you at weird times. It's like, and you're just like, what? Like, somebody say something. <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about? Like, really? Like people... <laughs> And I caught myself a couple of times. Like I'll sit there and I'll just be doing something and I'll probably be watching TV. But I'm like, what? Like, like for real? Oh, like, huh? Okay. Like, <laughs> and, and they'll look at me like, what the hell? Like, are you okay? Like, who are you talking to? Like, what do you mean? Like, who am I talking to? Uh, uh, my ancestors. My ancestors talk to me right now. Don't, don't, or don't, don't mind, don't mind us. They just talking. They talking. Okay. <laughs> they just, they just let them chit chat. Okay. They're going to start talking to you. So highly recommend a journal again, again, and again, and again. So that is all that I had. Um, I'm actually going to post the items that I mentioned on my Instagram. Once again, it's at moonstone underscore energy. You can view those there in my post and see what I'm talking about. And I can send, I can also Put the links there as well for the items that are on amazon so you can get them if you're interested so thank you so much for spending time with me today and i'll catch you on the next episode bye